This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with the other person who lives in my home and is the other person on this podcast. It's Sarah Scrimshaw. Hello. Hello. It is now a different year from the last time we recorded. I know, it's amazing. It is. So I am going to ask you the question that I ask at the beginning of every episode, Mm -hmm. which is, how are you? You know, today I'm doing within the general bubble of caveat land. Uh, that is was 2020 and now is 2021. Um, I'm I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. I I feel like today so far has been a good transition back into the world. Yes, we are recording this <laughs> on Monday, January 4th, the day where you know a lot of people just sort of get back to things and uh, away from holidays. I cannot continue without acknowledging uh, the term caveat land, which is <laughs> definitely a board game I like. Right? Oh my gosh. I don't think, I mean, would that board game ever finish? No. And that's what I like about it. It would be like Monopoly just broken to the point where it can't be finished because there'd always be like, but now bear in mind, Mm -hmm. you know, with caveats, I won, but I didn't actually win. Right. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And there would also be slides and candy as well. So definitely caveat land has it all just as a a caveat. (laughs) So this week uh, for for the podcast, we took a couple of weeks off for the holidays. Uh, thank you, listeners, for understanding of just uh, needing a break from all things. Uh, not not all things. I I you know bathed and ate and enjoyed your company. Why? Thank you. Those I are enjoyed the three your basics company. for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed my company as well. But uh, we're getting back to it. And this week, uh, what I wanted to discuss is a see exactly how obsessed we are is the idea of resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. So just to take a temperature here at the top of the podcast, do you think you're obsessed with resolutions? Um, no. <laughs> Welcome to Obsessed, <laughs> where we're not too into things. Uh, okay. But uh, I have caveats to dole out <laughs> in caveat land. <laughs> of course. Uh, we'll, we'll do Obsessed with Caveats and it'll just basically be an episode probing into our own psyches about why we are so obsessed with caveats. Uh <laughs> I think I am. It's obviously for me, uh, resolutions is an obsession that is seasonal. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not always obsessed with uh, resolutions in July, but I think there's such a there's such a big part of what New Year's is mm-hmm. to me. Uh, and this year, this year is so unique in some ways uh, because we go through this cycle a, a lot, a lot in recent times where we sort of personify the year and say Mm -hmm. 20 whatever was awful. It was terrible. And I'm going to turn over this new leaf. But we're in this really uh, this this time where it is pretty inarguable that 2020 was bad. (laughs) Very rough. (laughs) And uh, 2021 will have a lot of challenges, Mm -hmm. which I think puts an extra focus on the resolutions of how do you how do you reflect honestly about what has what has slipped in your life or what you want to accomplish in your life mm-hmm. and try to put a positive foot forward, but also a realistically positive foot forward. There's just a lot of things that I'm naturally interested in resolutions yeah. that are heightened yeah. this year because we're all having such a, uh, uh, we're having our individual journeys, but as a culture, we're going through a lot of the same traumas and conflicts. Yeah. Yeah. I like and agree with many of the things you just said. Many? <laughs> Do you disagree with some? No, no, but I think, I mean... Which would I, be fine. I sounded shocked. Like, how dare you disagree what? with me? <laughs> um, I think that, I mean, I'll just, I'll launch right into it. I think sometimes my, the reason I gave is such a weighted, sighing answer to no, not being obsessed with resolutions is I, I love the idea of intentions, but I think I have a hang up about resolutions and in particular about how resolutions are made or more specifically like have been encouraged in the past and so i like a lot of what you just said about you know what's realistic and anyway okay we'll talk more yeah yeah well my you you segue beautifully into uh, the next part of caveat land you slid <laughs> down that and you get some candy uh in <laughs> caveat land um what is your big picture relationship or opinion on resolutions do you like them do you not like them it sounds like you have some issues with them and prefer calling them intentions <laughs> 
Um, I have vocabulary preferences. No, I think I for a long time just kind of had a, a hang up about resolutions. And I think because it was kind of, they were kind of presented in the, yep, this is when you make a resolution about all the ways you're going to make your life better and none of them are achievable. And if you <laughs> miss one day, you've failed. And I think that that idea of a resolution where it is set up as succeed or fail, which um, I'll get back to that in a moment, but kind of the idea of like, I'm going to run every day. Right. Is great. But if you miss one day, you are not a failure as a human being in the year 2021. Yeah. Or whatever year it is. And I think, I feel like for so long it was resolutions were kind of um, portrayed as something that you have to perceive, um, achieve perfection at at all times or else you are a failure. Right. And so that men who knows maybe that just was in my head that i was just like grr i'm not making any resolutions i'm not buying into this no but then um i believe uh you and i've kind of talked the last few years about resolutions or goals or intentions and as i've thought about it i've i also like the idea of setting goals or intentions <laughs> <laughs> for myself and so really it's semantics for me um but i you think just it is, needed a brand change i needed a brand change I, I did i mean honestly i i admit it that's what i needed um but i think but i like the way that um i, I don't know if it's just the world has shifted or the the things i've read or been hearing foisted upon me have shifted that i don't feel like there's as much of this like you have to go from zero to 100 and the only option is 100. Right. But there is more of an acceptance of you're on a journey. We're all on a journey. On our journeys, you can have goals. Like you can decide you want to walk five miles tomorrow or you can say, I really want to read, you know, three of a certain type of book this year. And if you make it great and if you don't, you're not a bad person. And yeah. I just feel like there's a little bit more holistic approach to it. Um, maybe I just was reading <laughs> or hearing bad media before <laughs> maybe yeah no i totally agree with you and we're definitely going to talk about some of those more holistic uh, approaches or or ways to have resolutions be healthy instead of i think what i hear you saying is that sort of cultural weight or baggage that we give ourselves of here is a list of things to fix in my life and i'm going to do it in this sort of arbitrary change of calendar will yeah. allow me to suddenly uh, actually remake my own personality entirely or, you know, change things outside of my control or set up a, a bar that is maybe a little external. Like mm -hmm. with things like, I mean, if you want to exercise for health are great, but, but you can get tied up into, right, some of the sort of like baggage of, uh, you know, uh, exercise places, you know, giving discounts to sign up because you're going to, this is the year that you're going to, exercise every single day and it's going to be like yeah yeah putting that sort of uh pressure on yourself i i get the succeed or fail thing and i get the maybe sometimes putting negative pressure of like this isn't actually a helpful resolution this is something where you are uh setting in uh yeah sort of damaging bar for yourself yeah because at the same time like i think it's great that we have a time that we do kind of reflect on what the year has been and what we want moving forward in a time when in a way like it's both um random and also not random and can be reinforced by like oh i do want to join a gym and look at all these places you know recommending that i support my new habit or you know whatever it is so i i just um I have a lot of thoughts about it. Well, that's they fight good. with each other. <laughs> well, well, they can battle it out here on this podcast. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about uh, why I like New Year's. I do like it because it is a festive holiday. It's a holiday that we, we celebrate. You know, I, my joke is always by saying, uh, by wearing silly hats and yelling at time. Uh, but it really is a holiday that we celebrate by being festive, by celebrating. Mm -hmm. But also what it is to me is... It is a time where we look back and we have some honesty, particularly if it's been a rough year mm -hmm. or we haven't accomplished things that that we personally want to for our own lives, for our own selves, mm -hmm. uh, and kind of go and eh, be honest about it. And then don't just stay in that. 
of just being because what what is that admitting you have a problem is great but if you don't have any sort of energy to go forward and try to fix it yeah and i think that's what i like about new year's is it is this energy of well <laughs> we all just went through a lot that wasn't great uh there were some good parts but there's some not great parts we are going to get together and laugh and cheer and count down and sing and then we're gonna add meaning to this you know calendar moment and try to have some renewed hope renewed inspiration renewed positivity and i really like resolutions the potential of that Mm -hmm. of saying well what can come out of an honest examination of the past and most importantly maybe an honest examination of the future and i think that's where resolutions can fall apart Mm-hmm. When you're like, well, everything would be better if I write down my resolution to be wealthy and entirely <laughs> physically fit exactly the way I want to be. Like, and great. I'm going to be three years younger than I am. <laughs> <Whee>! <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to be able to just shoot laser beams out of my eyes <laughs> and chocolate rays out of my hands. Uh, yeah. Not realistic. Not under our control. Yeah. So uh, in order to battle through mm-hmm. uh, your your thoughts on resolutions or intentions or goals, um. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. What are your earliest memories of resolutions? Do you remember making them as a child? Do you remember the first time that you made them? What's early resolution land for you? I honestly don't have a lot of um, big memories about resolutions. Um, I don't remember. I think I, I just remember my sense of them is much more kind of cultural osmosis than it is me making my own resolutions. Yeah. I honestly don't remember if as a, you know, child or teen or, you know, in 20s made resolutions. I made resolutions. I really just, um, I think I often kind of was like, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm really going to try to buy this summer, do that. But it wasn't necessarily a, a New Year's thing. It's more often like, oh, I've got a show coming up or whatever that I really want to. I don't know. Yeah. Be a better singer by her, whatever the the yeah, goal so, was to get to the thing that I was trying to do. So that would just be a basic goal. Yep. 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 <laughs> that was not sense. a resolution. <laughs> well, uh, well, this is an interesting uh, conversation to kind of uh, piece, uh, parse out why those things have different meanings to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm kind of the same way. I don't remember ever. It, it was never like a family thing of like, well, yeah. New Year's time to sit down and write our resolutions. Uh, the first the first thing I I think of when I think of resolutions was not is also not New Year's tide, but I had a friend, uh, who in, at school around junior high, and a great person, great friend, and I I thought she was awesome, and she was just like over the summer I'm gonna fix anything that I don't like about myself, and I was sort of young enough to be like it's a totally understandable junior high thing to be like. Uh, and I, I remember talking to her like, well, what do you think is wrong with you? And she had like some like this personality quirk and that personality quirk. I'm just going to get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking that like the same thing of like, well, wow, if she can do that. that. Maybe I can do that, too. And like try to do like an honest assessment. And I thought like, oh, well, for the mo- most part, I, I, I think uh, my personality is good. I'm too skinny, so I'm going to lift weights all summer. Uh-huh. And that like but there was really that this that was the first time I think that I sort of um thought about anything swirling around the idea of resolutions intentions goals or self-improvement honestly mm. you know because i was just i was just being me and i didn't you know and some things were good and some things were hard and some things i liked and some things i didn't but getting to that age where you're kind of taking your first steps into the world and that idea of like i can proactively shape myself mm-hmm. um and in retrospect you know i was really frustrated at the time because i lifted a bunch of weights that summer and I, I what I was damaged by you know the ads in comic books of the just the absolute stereotypical ad that really was there if you're a younger person listening and, and think that's a joke on television shows it's not there was the hey do you want to be the weakling who gets sand kicked in his face or do you want to be the strong muscle-bound guy that everyone loves mm-hmm. and I just thought well if I lift weights uh, I my entire body will physically change <laughs> <laughs> and in retrospect uh you know it's 
uh, probably wiry. It probably made me a lot more healthy, but I was just like, that didn't work. Because <laughs> you were wanting like that full back of the comic book yes. transformation. Because I had that entirely unrealistic, you know. Mm-hmm. And looking back, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, there was no amount of weights that I was going to lift in any sort of like untrained. Like if I had a fitness trainer was eating the right things, it would have made me, you know, like like the thing I obsessed on is I didn't want my my elbow bone to stick out because that was a thing okay. that kids had made fun of me for and like in the fact that I, back then i at that point i had probably like really well developed biceps but it wasn't ever going to i was really thin that was my metabolism that mm-hmm. wasn't going to change but i didn't know that stuff at the time yeah so that was for me like one of the first like probably verging into the both both good just the attitude of like oh i can be self-forming i can make a choice and try to go toward these ideas of who i want to be Mm-hmm. You know, I can look at myself and be critical and say, here's what I would like to do better. And then the obviously the not great of like, fix yourself so people will love you. <laughs> yeah. That part of it uh, is probably I'm going to guess some of the parts that you find negative. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think I probably that is where some of my own um, baggage about it comes is just through, you know, various, you know, years of it, it's difficult to be a. It's difficult to be a kid. It's difficult to be a teenager. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, let's let's dig into that a little bit because I want to hear about any time that you remember making a resolution and having it either be the joy of it being successful or maybe where some of these negative feelings come from. Where where was a when was a resolution that didn't come through that either either was kind of too high of a bar an unfair bar or was unsatisfying or mm, I I well like I said I honestly don't remember making resolutions like there were things that I did like I'm gonna make sure I do sit-ups every night before I go to bed that I just did you know yeah. I was used to doing I was like this will make me a stronger dancer okay I'll do it um but I think when I thought about resolutions probably I thought of like I'm gonna you know make all these changes to my life and by the end of the year i'll be you know living in france and this and that and the other <laughs> when you were um, like what 16 <laughs> i mean that's not an actual one but i think i think i was not good at the realism okay so so we have made resolutions together yeah uh are you telling me that like when we made resolutions in our relationship as as partner friends <laughs> that was the first time that you had on january 1st written down Here's the two or three things I'm going to do. And you hadn't done that before. To write them down, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I mean it. Like, I have not made resolutions for my life. Okay, so did those, were those resolutions, uh, did those resolutions give you negative baggage then? Or did some other experience? Oh, no, I think, I think it was just truly like the the cultural osmosis of this is a thing that you are going to set out to do and you're not going to be able to achieve. Of just the, the idea of, unrealistic expectations the idea of resolutions as large transformations not as small achievable steps yeah and not not about me because i i truly didn't make them because of that partly right because you so you didn't part of this is you didn't want to be the person who said i'm going to live in france and then feel the pressure of of dealing with that huge goal yeah, yeah. And just to be clear, that as a total joke resolution, I, I mean, I would have loved it, but I never actually wrote that down as a resolution. Um, yeah, but I think a lot of it was I just, I kind of didn't, I didn't feel like that was something that was, um, I felt like I knew enough about myself and what motivated me that that was not a way to get myself motivated to make changes or to achieve goals and so it just wasn't an approach that I ever took yeah and then I want to say you know a few years ago now maybe I saw I think I saw like at the end of the year people maybe who had made resolutions the year before on social media probably on Instagram because I think it was nice (laughs) um just being like oh just looking back at some of my resolutions for last year and I was like oh well these are achievable and (laughs) those are like things that people actually could do and so I think I did one year just like okay I'm just going to have an intention for the year and my intention is just going to be something really 
basic, but a little bit more about approaching life than actually an achievable goal. Okay. And that was like my baby step into it. And I think around that time, you and I sat down and like made resolutions together also. Yeah. And I don't entirely remember those, but I think I wanted to start writing them down for a similar reason of wanting to pick smaller incremental change and things that were, um, yeah, achievable. Because I think... Uh, I ha- I've mentioned this before on Obsessed. I have long had the uh, the problem. I'll I'll just call it a problem. <laughs> I don't care. Um, that of feeling that when I examined a problem, sometimes I could be critical and go, "Ooh, here's a way to approach it. Here's another way to approach it." But so many times, my answer is just more willpower. Just mm-hmm. make yourself do it. Just dump more willpower into exercising. Dump more willpower into, you know, uh, uh, writing. Dump more willpower into, you know, relationship problems. Just willpower. That's what fixes everything. And on some level, like, yes. <laughs> but you also have to, like, strategize within that and pick things. And I think those early writing down, there were probably very concrete, specific. I want to do this many shows a year or, mm-hmm. you know, I want to. Yeah, probably a lot of them were exercise and uh, and they've had up and down results over the years. <laughs> um, do you want to share any of your recent resolution success stories? Sure. Yeah. So or intentions or, or goals. <laughs> we can go ahead and call them resolutions now. It just I needed to to start with with where I was coming from. Um, so I last year made a resolution. Um, I think. Honestly, like two years ago was the first time I actually wrote down resolutions. Okay. I mean, two years, maybe three years, something like that. Yeah. But I, it's I, very recent. Foggy memories of us having specific conversations. Yeah. I think but we had conversations. Was, yeah. I think maybe you wrote them down one year and I was like, I'm just going to have an intention to try to remember kindness every day. <laughs> <laughs> I think you probably succeeded. Well, and I honestly, I think for me, that was the type of thing that I needed to get into it of just something that I could write down that I could see kind of, you know, like that mantra idea of just a like, everyone's well, I'm just going to glance past this. And that's going to help me just kind of refocus and yeah. think about the year as passing time. Yeah. Um, but last year, I, I, I certainly had one. I think I had one two years ago to just like read more. Okay. As in like, just make time to read because it's not just going to magically make time for itself. So just make the time for it. So that helped um, me just kind of remember how much I like to read and make sure that I was making time to read. Um, For this last year, I think I had a goal of like read X number of nonfiction books. And as I told you when you and I were reviewing our resolutions for last year, (laughs) if I count some of the kids books that I read, then I absolutely pass it. But I don't count them because some of them were like very basic. Nothing wrong with kids books, but 16 pages is not enough um, for what I meant for myself. Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I am amused by from last year mm-hmm. is that I am both very proud that I accomplished it and proud that I did not accomplish it <laughs> was to go sit at bars or coffee shops and do my writing there more often. In January and February, I killed it. I did it like twice in both those months, and that's about uh, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I did it at least once in March, and I was getting like, yep, this is great. And then I didn't do that for obvious reasons. Didn't well, even done. go to any outdoor patios because I did not want to contribute to any risk <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, yeah, so I was happy uh, to complete that one. Uh, I think I did meet a writing goal. I, I did one. I, I almost met a writing, the concrete writing goal that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I kind of did. Yeah, because I, I had a, a specific goal to write um, a certain amount of uh, screenplays and TV pilots. And if you swap them around, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> the number of screenplays and, and pilots. Uh, yeah. But if you swap them around, I technically wrote. I actually wrote more than I. You wrote more. I wrote more <laughs> words. Did. I wrote more pages. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and I think having that flexibility because I, if it is, if that resolution was just finish more things and have more, you know, use your writing time a little bit better, be targeted, finish projects. Mm-hmm. I did. I achieved that goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm very happy with that one. Um you and I have talked around this a little bit, but I want to talk about it very specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it just sort of, I want to lay out a theory that I think you agree with, but I want to dive into it. The idea that uh, resolutions uh, can be an opportunity to focus on we, what we can control and what we can't through our own direct actions. Do you agree with that being a good thing about resolutions? Uh, and if so, how does it sort of affect the way you think about them? Yeah, I think I think that approach to resolutions is what has finally brought me around to being okay with making them. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I'd say I agree with that. Um, can you read it to me again? Oh, sure. Uh, resolutions are an opportunity to focus on what we can control and what we can't through our own direct actions. Yeah, no, I feel like it's a really... I feel like, to me, that is the approach that makes it like, yep, focus on what you can control, like writing, and your own actions, like for you going out to coffee shops or bars to write more. Um, And also just kind of acknowledge that some things we can't control. Yeah. Yeah, I I like that a lot. I think it can get scary to acknowledge the things we can't control because there are so many. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that it's, I don't know, I think what I, I like resolutions when I feel like they're honest, they're aspirational. But aspirational, and honestly, I kind of like it with a combination for myself of like some that are aspirational that I'm going to try to work toward, and some that are achievable. And I feel like goals can be both aspirational and achievable at the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, like I had one, um, I think it was last year to make sure I did some form of movement every day, whether it was walking or stretching or yoga or dancing. Um, and I, I did not do it, you know, every, every day. I mean, I touch my toes every day, so I, I really do. (laughs) (laughs) So you killed it. Not enough for what I considered for what I knew it to be. Yeah. Um, but that's something that was within my control. Whereas go and take tap dance lessons again was out of my control for most of the year. Right. <laughs> they were closed and online is not a nice thing to do when you live in an apartment building. I I personally am sorry that you can't take tap dance classes, <laughs> but I deeply thank you as your partner in this home for not taking tap dance classes for having our neighbors not be constantly banging on the walls saying stop it and honestly i'm gonna be honest just for, for myself you. yeah yeah because you can't leave either no i can be uh, on the balcony with uh with earmuffs and headphones just <laughs> just chilling yeah uh yeah i've been thinking about this a lot because this is not this is not new wisdom i did not discover this that there's some things we can control and uh, we can't and uh, that our own direct actions are the only thing that we can actually control. Uh, but I do feel like it, it, I've been trying to center myself in, in that a little bit more because I think it's, it, it is a part of our, in my opinion, our American myth mm-hmm. of the pull yourself up by the bootstraps, make it happen somehow. Right. And I think, I think it could be like inspirational and aspirational, like you're saying, which is, is great. To say my intention is, uh, you know, let let's say, uh, you know, for myself, like my intention is to sell a, a screenplay or sell a, a television show. Mm-hmm. Like, I can that can be an inspirational, aspirational goal. I can do everything in my power to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I can look at that uh, on the resolutions list and remind myself every day, like, don't get distracted by other things or by whatever. That's the goal. Uh, be creative how can you push against it you know and 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 uh, and try to make that goal happen mm-hmm. and i think a, a lot of times that is our sort of our the story that we like to tell about the way the world works that you can will something into being mm-hmm. and oftentimes we hear that story from people who have had success and from their perspective like it, i'm sure it did does feel like you willed that into existence because you made the decision to do that and then you made it happen mm-hmm. but i think the truth is you everybody can only do their actions right i can write scripts i can be creative about who to get them to i can be thoughtful about how i approach selling them all those things Mm -hmm. but it still takes you know luck and it still does ultimately take uh, a village it takes somebody else to make those decisions right 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 because there's no way that you can you are not going to also 
Bye. You're, I mean, you could, but that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's an easy goal, then. <laughs> that's, that um, loses the spirit of the goal. Right. Yeah, and I think that's so very true for, for goals like that, that truly are the achievement of them is truly outside of your hands. It's you do everything that is in your control and be creative about it, but you don't have the ultimate, did this happen, yes or no. Yeah, yeah. And, and I like it as an aspirational goal to say, I am going to do everything I can to, I'm going to apply willpower in creativity in every means possible to make something happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it is, for me, it is a little healthier to say, here's what I can control and here's what I can't control. And, you know, and, and, and I think that means having respect for that we do need other people. Yeah. And then in that, there's all sorts of stuff that is truly out of our control. Because even if somebody says yes, you know, uh, they could get fired the next day. <laughs> and then, I mean, that happens all the time for like industry stuff of like, yep. I did it. I made the, impo- uh, Dave got fired. Well, okay, well, I don't have a job anymore. You know, yeah, right? <laughs> that kind of thing happens uh, all the time. Um, it, I And I just think it's also just, it's a, a little centering to take, to help take responsibility for your own actions. Mm-hmm. By defining it that way, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because it also makes you make sure that you're doing, again, using your example, that you are doing everything in your power to do what you can to make some, to make, to have somebody buy a screenplay that you not only have written it and have gotten it out there and are, you know, doing what you can to promote it or encourage your manager to promote it or anything like that. Because it is so easy, I think, especially for things that are, have an outside person you know whether it's a screenplay or a job or whatever that it's easy to be like "Eh, well it's somebody else's decision ultimately right and so that's really really it's i think to me it seems like a really good way to still take accountability for your own part of the actions while still understanding that it's not 100 percent up to you right or like uh, you know use other examples something like you know i want to be in a committed relationship right Mm -hmm. that's something you can totally decide that's something that I want, you know, in a non-COVID <laughs> world of like, I'm really going to put a lot of energy into dating and trying to meet people and trying to be upfront about this is what I'm looking for. And like, you know, you can make those choices, but ultimately, you know, somebody else has to <laughs> agree to that. That's not a thing that you can will into existence. Right, right, exactly. And just so many things that kind of matter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you you can really put a lot of yourself into, but you can't just accomplish them. Yeah. Uh, which sounds I'm I'm being caveat city because that sounds nihilistic because I think I have that in my in my bones that American myth that I want to be able to say anything you can you know you can find a way to make anything happen (laughs) but I but I also feel like that that can maybe tip into what the negative side of resolutions are of yeah not being honest with your not honest with yourself not being being uh, kind to yourself Yeah, and I think it also tips into part of what you were saying earlier about really being, about focusing on that honesty with yourself, because it is really taking that moment to kind of deep dive and reflect both on what you have done and what you want to do moving forward and what you can do about the situation. Because just, you know, sitting on your couch going, well, you know, I hope tomorrow I'm in a committed relationship is, I mean... I guess app, so never mind. <laughs> Bad example. <laughs> uh, sitting on your couch, not having written a script, going, oh, I hope tomorrow, you know, Disney calls and says they've bought my script that they hear I might be thinking about. Right. You know, that's not going to happen. But it also, um, I, I got way too excited about my own little nihilism on the couch there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I want to make a resolution to have some nihilism on the couch because I can nail that. (laughs) It's the fourth and I haven't done that yet, but I'm close already. Okay, okay, we can do this. (laughs) We can do nihilism on the couch. No problem at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another, yeah, I think think there's also just, it it helps you to be aware of your tools, right? As well. Yeah. Because, you know, when I say like, you can't make a resolution to just get a movie made, like, but you could probably make a resolution to make one yourself. Yeah. If you're like, I have these resources financially. I have these weekends free. I can find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think that's, I think that's what I, why I'm going into caveat land. I don't want it to be like you should accept that there's very small amount that you can do. 
It's just <laughs> no, no. You can set dream goals and you can chase them, but I think a realization that we are all connected and we we are and our fates are all tied together in thousands and thousands of ways every every moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's true, and I think it's it's an interesting way to look at what we set for ourselves. Yeah. And also maybe in that process, discovering something new, like, oh, I did that making a short film. Didn't like it. Don't need to do it again. (laughs) Or I set out to be able to, you know, achieve this swimming goal and then discovered that I don't really like that, but I love diving. So I, you know, like, these are not me, but um, I just, I feel like it's a it can be a good process for self-discovery. Yeah. And so maybe I will, inspired by your breakdown of these things, maybe next year I'll make a resolutions list of things that are under my control that I can or cannot do myself, mm-hmm. and then also aspirations. Yeah. And then also make sure that they line up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This the, I'm, I think I'm turning around more toward uh, resolutions rather than what I insist on calling them of goals and aspirations. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, intentions, excuse me. Intentions, yeah. Uh, so there's obviously an element of resolutions that's about change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I want to look at it from the other perspective. Mm-hmm. How would you feel if there was a new cultural tradition where we wrote our resolutions or goals or aspirations or inspirations? <laughs> Intentions. Intentions. Uh, But just for short, we'll call them resolutions. Mm -hmm. If it's a new cultural tradition that you write down your resolutions, but then you also write down your keepers and that you write down a few things that you have done this year that you like, that you just want to keep doing. Okay. So you want to like keep doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love it. I mean, I'll be honest. I had a few goals from last year that I was like, I liked that. I, you know, and and most of them were things that were totally under my control and achievable, like, you know, make more time for reading is a pretty nonspecific one. So that's when I could just plan carryover. Yeah, but I'm not talking about carryovers. Okay. What I'm talking about is getting to a psychology of rewarding what is already good about ourselves or our lives. Oh, interesting. Almost like a congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) like you've been doing this you're gonna keep doing this kind of thing yeah like Uh, when i was like i mean i i do you know stretch and touch my toes every single day so if i just say like yeah i'm gonna keep doing that make sure i touch my toes every single day yeah that would be kind of what you mean yeah like you and i could have written down experiment with fun cocktails Mm -hmm. is a thing that we did this year yeah and it was good Mm -hmm. and we enjoyed it (laughs) And we could just pat ourselves on the back for it. Oh, I see. So like as part of, so you're not necessarily writing it down as a thing to do this upcoming year. You're writing it down as a reflection of this is a thing we did this year that we liked. And so we're going to say congratulations to ourselves. And keep it. Yeah. But when you say keep it, do you mean bring it forward to the next year? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like an easy goal because you already did it. And you're just going to keep doing it in the new year. Yeah. It's a keeper. I like it. I think that's what you and I are going to do tonight after we record this. <laughs> write down our we're going to write down some keepers from 2020. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the part of the reason it came to my mind is like, I'm all about, you know, trying to reach your goals, self-improvement. Great. Be honest and analytical about yourself. Mm-hmm. But also, I think we have, we're overly focused on everything must constantly evolve, constantly get better and constantly get, you know... What what more bells and whistles did you add to your soul this year? You know, instead of taking some time to go, well, here's what's already awesome about myself or my life. Mm-hmm. And here's how I maintained it last year. I'm going to keep maintaining it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. I like yeah. this very much. I also I also do like your idea, uh, the way you understood it, of uh, rolling over goals from last year. <laughs> like vacation time <laughs> does, now does this goal roll over yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah 50 push-ups every day that that rolls over yeah <laughs> um so obviously a global pandemic and many other uh horrors uh put a dent i think in a lot of people's 2020 resolutions how do you think the idea of resolutions can help us face another difficult year like i think a lot mm. of us um have hope for 2021 determination for 2021 but we also you know it's not like the calendar flipped and the virus is gone right 
Yeah. You know, we, I think it is healthy that we personify years up to a point, but 2021 is still got a lot of 2020 in it. Uh, so how do you think at this kind of unique moment in time, resolutions can help us with this, you know, put the best foot forward, even though we are still in a very difficult time? Yeah, no, I think they absolutely can, because I feel like, you know, obviously everybody has had a very different experience um, of 2020, but I feel like everybody has um, found strength in some way. Mm-hmm. And maybe they can, we all can find ways to build upon whatever inner strength we maybe discovered that we didn't know we had in 2020, or maybe we congratulated ourselves for that we already knew we had in 2020, that we can use that as a stepping stone to move forward. Um, who knows what 2021 will bring? We might get blindsided by something else, <laughs> many other things. <laughs> but at least with some of the things that we are carrying forward into 2021, we already know about them. And so at least in the, in that area, those areas, our eyes can be a little bit more open Yeah, and we can maybe be a little bit more realistic with ourselves um, about what we can do, what we can't do about what is achievable or not, you know, from external forces um, and give us a chance to kind of think about, what is important that we have control over and what is important to us to try to find some way to have control over, even if we don't. Yeah. What, do, what exactly do you mean by that? Find a way to have control over something we don't. Um, I, I don't really quite know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm, what I'm going toward is like, obviously none of us can control the virus. Uh, we can't control the big picture of it. We yes, can control yes, our own actions. Exactly. Right. So I'm, I'm going there. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would hope that if any one person had the ability to just be like, you know, put the lid on it, it's gone, that they would have done it by now. I, I would I would like to have words with that person. Yeah. So I'm going to just go ahead and assume that one person does not have that ability. Um, but because we do all have our own abilities to to do something, we can kind of figure out, okay, here's how I'm going to achieve my goals within 2021, my resolutions, while also making a resolution to not contribute to other people's, get other people getting sick. Yeah. That's really great. I think maybe that is a good idea to take from our bad experience this year, uh, <laughs> is the, I, th- I I thought about this a lot during the election. We talked about it a lot. Just that literal actual, it's an actual truth, right? Of We do have power. A vote is power. No matter how much of a cynic you want to be or a nihilist, that it, the truth is it is power. Mm-hmm. And your vote itself can feel powerless because you don't see the immediate result. It's not the action movie where you're the one who, uh, you know, put <laughs> uh, the object in, in the object holder and then all the lights came on and everybody was saved, you know, you, you <laughs> right. know but you're still, think. It's your little power. It doesn't feel like a lot, but it is a lot when it's combined with everybody else's. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of been through that truth Mm -hmm. in that journey this year. And you and I have thought about it a lot, talked about it a lot, um, come to terms with it, that it's so frustrating to feel like there's there's so little I can do about this. But actually there is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then the virus, you know, particularly right now when it's just it's raging in Los Angeles. Yeah. And according to uh, some medical opinions and theories is that a lot of it is the socialization, just little handfuls of people getting together when they really shouldn't. Uh, it's weird to have that same kind of voting feeling of like, I do have power. It's very small and the way I use it is not going any damn where <laughs> it's weird to try to feel powerful by just doing nothing like i've I've made jokes about it on social media for almost the entire pandemic and i still kind of can't wrap my head around like sit on the couch and you will save a life for god's sake uh yeah but it it is something to literally be aware of like almost Mm -hmm. that could have been a resolution of just like don't take any risks because it's not just yourself you're risking yeah yeah exactly yeah that one's very powerful. Um, I think also just being in a time where a lot of people, uh, and again, I'll speak to American culture in particular, 
of we can really get in our bubbles and in our worlds and the stuff that's important to us is important to us. And, you know, we can really walk around uh, wrapped up in our world that we need the coffee first or we need to get on the plane first because we're thinking about the drama that's going on in our lives. And a lot of that has been slowed by the virus because like virus doesn't care. (laughs) You can't come in here right now. It's closed, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. I think has forced uh, a lot of people to uh, slow down and, and think about being connected and therefore be mindful of what what do you actually control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's um, getting back to what I was trying to say and not saying successfully is I feel like that's part of what I was trying to say of really trying to be aware of what you can control and if you can't control the external, maybe there's a little part of it you can control. Yeah. Do you want to share any of the resolutions that you did make uh, here in our strange and difficult times? Yeah, I made one to remember to have fun. (laughs) Now, how are you going to assess that at the end of the year? When you and I sit down and go through our resolutions, I'm going to say, did I remember to have fun throughout the year? Yes or no? (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully that's a very direct answer and honestly so here's a little bit of how i do it is i put my resolutions in my calendar right um now in 2020 i often forgot to open my calendar for an entire month at a time um because it's not my work calendar it's my personal calendar and i wasn't doing anything or going anywhere because you know covid so didn't work as well, but the, I, but because it's in there, I kind of look at it and be like, oh, right. So I'm hoping I can use it as one of those intentions because it's a little bit, I mean, it's a goal, but it's also an intention Yeah. Um, to just kind of, you know, remember like even when things feel very serious or just like during the week, just remember to like get up and dance and dance while you're washing your hands if you're tired of counting to 30 just like do a little bebop little dance which i do often do i'm uh washing my hands uh <laughs> do you really i do Does it not happen? often but okay um every so i did a lot at the beginning and every so often i do just like a little like toe tap toe tap toe tap i almost like, said i'm gonna have to listen more carefully when you go to the bathroom <laughs> but i do not mean that no no but um you know, I I do that here. I don't do that in public bathrooms because I'm not in public bathrooms. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think just kind of those moments of like, what are some of the either little ways or big ways to remember fun? Yeah, no, I think that's really great. Uh, yeah, I, I wrote down some things that are a little bit more concrete with the writing gro- goals and career goals, like projects that I would really like to do, either mm-hmm. start or here's a project I'd like to finish. And it is about making the time for it. It is about the willpower. It's not under anybody's control, but, but me to mm-hmm. put my fingers on the keyboard and, and type. Uh, and then the other two resolutions that I made, uh, that I like mm-hmm. is the, uh, the drink and think, mm-hmm. which is, uh, just to slow down and take some time to not do anything because there's, uh, so many things I want to do creatively, uh, podcasts that, that I want to do. And then there's so much I want to watch and read and video games I want to play and, the, the, you know, new experiences I want to try that I am, I feel like I am constantly, my soul is constantly in hungry, hungry hippo mode. <laughs> mm, yeah. So that idea of like, but you could just pour a cocktail and just say you can't do anything else and just have a, have a little drink and think. <laughs> I love that one. I think it's great. Okay. It, it's it's going to work because it yeah. rhymes. Yeah, exactly. I realize I'm just describing meditation with a cocktail, but... Well, it's a different sort of thing. It is a different sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think it, it can be mission-based. <laughs> yeah. It can be, I'm not going to write right now, but I want, I, I have these, these ideas that I kind of need to flesh out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to have fingers on the keyboard. Or it really could be, I'm just going to look at the the sunset and sip a martini and just see where my mind goes. Mm-hmm. I think both are great. I yeah. think that's a fantastic one. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to add another one right now. Oh, please. Here, live on air. <laughs> <laughs> As we record this. Um, 
And it's going to be a concrete one. Ooh. For people who listened to the tea podcast, I'm going to finish that tea book. <laughs> you have a book about the history of tea that you've been reading for... Over a year. I think okay. it was on my... It was, I think, here's the thing. I don't think I... I think I intended at the beginning of last year to finish it, and I was doing really well because it was the book that I would read on the bus on the days I would take the bus to work. Then 2020 turned into 2020. I stopped taking the bus because I was usually at home um, and was not taking the bus. And so my time that had been kind of my, like, this is the place where I read this book went away. Um, And I also didn't write it down, so I forgot about it. Um, So... I'm going to write that down when we're done with this, and I'm going to make that a resolution. I think that is a very good uh, resolution. Yes. Uh, I'll read other things, too, but I'm going to finish that one. You're going to finish that one, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then when you were looking at which books you want to read, and that will be in your mind that this God, you have resolved to make the tea book a priority. That's right. Whether or not I'm on the bus. Get out of the way, other books. <laughs> uh, the other one, which is a carryover. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me from from last year and it wasn't because I failed it's because it's something that I want to keep in mind every year and it is uh, it I like it because it is both to me like uh, a little bit profound but it's also absurd and fun because of its source mm-hmm. and it is uh, just the resolution that uh, confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi <laughs> uh, this is a quote from uh, Luke DeRay in Rise of Skywalker. I know people listening uh, have uh, many strong opinions about Rise of Skywalker, many of them extremely negative. I understand. Everybody uh, has different subjective opinions about movies, and I, I appreciate and respect that. Uh, I like that line so much, partially because the the idea, some of the core idea of Star Wars, which tracks all the way through, uh, the Skywalker saga and a lot of the other films and television shows and <laughs> comic books and, and novels is how we approach the the future. Mm-hmm. Do we approach it with hope, with the possibility that things could be better, or do we approach it with fear, with the dread that bad things are going to happen? And that idea that Jedi aren't meant to be perfect. They strive to be as close to to ideal as they can they strive to use their power wisely to never for attack for you know to for knowledge and defense but that's a hard road to walk and you're going to fall from it and the thing that's going to make you fall from it is giving in to fear Mm -hmm. that's when you're going to start making bad choices that's where you're going to doubt yourself fear so i kind of like it is a star wars idea uh but i just really like it for myself of just like if I check in on my resolutions, I can check in on, hey, if I've been in a bad mood for two weeks or something's bothering me, just really check in with myself of, is this fear-based? Am I in a bad mood because I think something bad is going to happen around the corner? Mm. And can I try to confront that and go like, yep, that's a that's a valid concern and you should do everything you can to change that, but you shouldn't live in it because mm. it will pollute you. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So well, I, I did okay on it <laughs> last year. I didn't entirely nail it, uh, but I will uh, I will work on it this year. Yeah, and I feel like that's a very good carryover one. It's a good carryover, yeah. I think. Uh, speaking of things we can and can't control, if you could make a resolution for me, what would it be? <laughs> wow, I did not get warned about this question. Um, goodness. Goodness. Um, gosh, I'm going to say to, for the two of us to go on a walk together every week. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but you're, you're giving that to me, Mm -hmm. but even in giving me a resolution, you gave yourself a part of the resolution. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I think that's, I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Uh, Do you mean that? Yeah. You know, the podcast isn't live. I can edit this out. <laughs> I'm not committed to this. No, I would love to go uh, on a walk. Uh, cause I, 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 I like walking with you. Exercise, mm-hmm. moving your body makes it not fall apart is what I've heard on yeah. the streets mm-hmm. when I walk. <laughs> That's what people say. <laughs> look, your body's not falling apart. Look, look. When I walk with a mask, going far away from any other human that yeah. I see besides you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's your resolution for me? Um, That. 
you write a short review of the tea book, a paragraph long <laughs> review of the tea book to celebrate what you got out of it since you went through the effort uh, to read it. I don't want to I don't want to give you a resolution that's going to take up a bunch of time. Yeah. I'm talking a paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How I want to know how many tea bags out of 10 you give the tea book. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> uh if you could make a resolution come true with a magic wand, what kind of resolution would you want to be able to just wave the wand and make it come true? Oh, wow. Gosh, what kind of resolution? I mean, the ones that aren't really, mm, goodness, either the ones that take a lot of self-control or the ones that have an element that are out of your control. Yeah. I think more so the ones that are have an element that are out of your control. Um, you know, and I, I obviously would want to wish good things upon the world, but resolutions are supposed to be about reflecting upon oneself. So, yeah. um, yeah, something that would be out of control. Yeah. Cause you don't want, like, I wouldn't want a magic wand. Like, great. I did all the walks yeah. <laughs> because the walks themselves are joyful. It's a choice to make time for something that would give you joy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the drinking thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it gets really into really nebulous territory with like writing. Like, I don't know if I, it, the process of writing can be joyful and extremely painful. Yeah. So I don't know I, if I want to, you know, take that. But if I could wave the wand to have somebody buy a script. Yeah. I mean, would you object? No. But you know what? Here's what it is. I think I in a, to buy an existing script, yes. Yes. I would not yes. want to take away the need for me to work on myself and better myself. Yes. But I do also feel like I've written a lot of things, so I feel like I've done the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I'd be more than happy uh, to make a, certain resolutions magically happen. Yes. So if you're still doing your part of the work, but then... But then somebody else, but then you can do that part. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I get, I think it's that part or, um, yeah. Yeah, if if I did the work to go on a walk every day, not just once a week with uh-huh. you, but every day. Yeah. And then at the end, I was just ripped. That would be cool. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to have a wand just be like, yeah, there, you did it. You read two bucks a month, which I don't, is not a right, specific word, but like has like, I don't just want that information in my head or those stories in my head. I want the joy of reading. Right. The wand, yeah. I meant the, the wand, wand almost as a jokey question when I wrote it down, but I realize now the wand is the ultimate question of, are you making goals that are just to a- accomplish a thing, period? Mm-hmm. Or are you making a goal that's about the journey? So here's one. So say... Say I had a goal to be able to do um, a, a triple pirouette. Right. Which I used to be able to do. haven't done in years. Don't think I could do it and stick the landing well these days. But if I could have a wand to just be like, here, this is going to retrain your body. Now to keep it up, you have to keep doing it. Ooh. But like that type of thing I could see the wand for or like, you know. Yes. Some some certain like physical achievements to help give your body the knowledge of how to continue doing it. Yes. I I will use a magic wand to complete the resolution to be able to bend over without uh, groaning. <laughs> <laughs> Which has gotten to be, uh, some of it is just getting older, but some of it is bad habit at this point <laughs> of just like, I'm developing so many habits I'm going to have to work on and get back to being around people of just like, like, that's not a noise to make. It's not a noise to make just when you drop the pen come on get your stuff together um here's my final question for you would it help you keep a resolution a resolution if you gave it a cute code name Ooh, for some of them yeah yeah like if this was you know uh uh, sherman the big-eyed sloth (laughs) yeah that, that was the name of the goal yeah yeah if i was letting down sherman the big-eyed sloth if i didn't do one of my resolutions yeah yeah, probably. Yeah. That works on me. Yeah. So, yeah, I might uh, have to create fictional characters and just say. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many things to do tonight. 
uh, I, I was so happy with us that we had made our resolutions. It, we <laughs> we chatted through it. It was a nice, healthy, fun process that we did on January 2nd. We weren't even in a rush. We didn't even do it on January 1st because no. we were too busy enjoying life. Uh, we did it on January 2nd. And now uh, now we got to make up cute animals to try not to disappoint. Uh, right. So much we work We both to have do. new resolutions we need to write down. Do I? Oh, the the walking mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and I need to write down the T one, and then also writing a review about it. No, that Even you do not need to write paragraph. a review about it. That was that was a what if question, not me actually assigning. Oh well, I took it as a me actually because I actually assigned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll edit that. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we. We'll, this will be our new thing: is that we will figure out a way to record obsessed while walking, mm-hmm. and it will kill two birds with one stone. Done. <laughs> Muffled uh, groaning from me. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Anyway. Some wind. <laughs> uh, I was just going to ask you if you could make a noise to sum up your obsession. Is it the wind? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I think that's a pretty good one. Okay. All right. Uh, I, uh, my noise will be an aspirational groan. Like, <sighs> Oh, nice. <laughs> like a Very groan nice. like, this is hard, but I'm happy to be doing it. <laughs> Uh, obviously you and I, uh, both see this, I think as a, an obsession that is seasonal, Mm -hmm. uh, up to a point, but it is, but resolutions and aspirations, uh, are intentions, intentions, uh, are meant to be year round too. What, where do you go with your, you said no very firmly when we started, where do you, where do you, where do you put your obsessed rating now from, uh, from 10 to one, 10 being the highest, one being the lowest. Are you obsessed at all? Or is it just like, here's a handy way to review our lives or now you? I'm going to say, honestly, for New Year's resolutions, um, I was going to rate myself higher because during our conversation, it's like, oh, no, I do. Like, I'm, I am more into this than I thought I was. But I'm going to give myself um, a five mm. for New Year's resolutions. Okay. For having um, taking the time to think about life and having intentions about things that you want to do or change or things like that, like throughout the year. I'm going to go ahead and give myself like an eight on that. Eh, okay. Maybe a seven. A seven. Okay. I'll take your eight. I'm going to give myself <laughs> an eight. Uh, I think about them a lot and, and I like comedy about them, like jokes about them, I like ideas about them. They're just a, they're just such a fascinating cultural thing yeah. to say, this is the time where we're going to go, all right, here's a laundry list of things that I want to accomplish or change or enhance about myself, my life, my environment. It's, it's just such a fascinating human thing. Mm-hmm. And I just really like the idea of them. And I do find them helpful mm-hmm. because I've been thinking a lot about this is so, this is so arbitrary, but you know, things have meaning when we give them meaning. And I've really been enjoying the, I'm going to write these things down. I'm going to really try to go easy on myself this year and not, have them be so super quantity based, you know, mm-hmm. or not super, super uh, difficult, but just like these are the things that, you know, if they're hard to do, but if you do them, you will probably be happier. Why don't you try to do them self? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And one thing I do really like about them that I've come to realize during this conversation is how much it do- having that that goal at the end of the year is like, yeah, I want to do this at some point. But if you write it down, you're like. No, I can do this by that point. Yeah. It just, it gives you an achievable end point. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're just making plans with yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> for the whole year. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on to our plugging section. Uh, where are you on social media these days? Where can people find you? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Sarah underscore Scrimshaw. And that's it, right? And you can find me on Instagram at Scrim Street. Okay, I just was trying to be clear about where where you wanted to say or, or not. Yeah, nope, all good. Okay, excellent. Uh, here are the quick plugs for this show. And then our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out the Star Wars podcast I co-host. That is called Force Center. For info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums and things like that, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. You can also support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon. Full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw. And a huge thanks to everyone who continues to support the podcast on Patreon. It really does mean a lot and make a big difference. So here are some final questions. You ready? Yeah. If you could safely take a nap anywhere that isn't our home, where would you want to nap? 
Mm. On one of the um, uh, upper um, connecting thingies on the Tower Bridge. Oh, wow. That's really exciting. I was going to say Barnes & Noble. <laughs> <laughs> but I think yours is far more exciting. Also windier. Windier. But yeah. You said but safe. So. Yep. You, 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 that's a fair answer. Thank you. You nailed it. If you could have a two-word message appear on the moon, what might it be for 2021? Be kind. Be kind. What a nice moon. That's very nice of the moon. And then I suppose when it was, uh, you know, in different phases at, at uh, different t- points, the moon would just say, be, and you, you'd be in suspense. I kind of like that too, like yeah. be, because that's very much like a just remember to be. <laughs> in kind by itself. This is, this is a great selection because it really can't be taken too far out of context. Mm-hmm. Just be, be what? Be kind. Good. Mm-hmm. And then just <laughs> kind for a while. All right. Uh, besides uh, sleeping and taking a nap on the Tower Bridge in London, what uh-huh. is happiness? Happiness is um, finding the strength to contri- confront your fears and become a Jedi. <laughs> uh, well, I normally close by saying that's a great answer, but now I just feel like kind of an a-hole going, you quoting something that I really like back to me <laughs> is a great answer. But I think it is. I think confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi and confronting fear will hopefully lead to happiness. Thank you very much. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. So if you wanted to meet one of these bears that always threatens to get in between a person and their obsession, where would you go? Oh, wow. If I was not trying to just meet any old bear, but a bear that was likely to intervene in and in get in between somebody and their obsession? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think that I would try to research somebody having a very fancy wedding in a national forest uh, because I think that's a place in real life. Like I create on the podcast all sorts of weird fantasy places. <laughs> like, it, oh, if you ever wanted to see Cindy Lauper at the Hollywood Bowl, but a bear was blocking your entrance, like you know, fantasy things. Mm-hmm. But if I was honestly going, like, where could I possibly see a bear mm-hmm. <laughs> that was going to intervene in something that mattered greatly to somebody? I think a, a you know a fancy wedding in in a forest. I think that's a beautiful answer. <laughs>